Hello and welcome to Hotspur Way. This is the intuitive IFAB and VAR podcast where we talk about the Tottenham Hotspur versus the Liverpool game. This is a terrible intro. By the way, this is season one, episode 13. I would say unlucky 13, but for us it was quite lucky. We've got Perch and Ross. All right, guys. Hello. mate. Right, so not much happened. I mean, when we were doing a running order for this show, we, uh, we, we've got this WhatsApp group, and I can actually read to you what we discussed when we said, what are we going to talk about on this game? And I'll read it to you here. So Ross said, what are we going to talk about? And then Perchie said, not much, I don't think. Ross came up with the Wrexham game looked interesting, and the county game. Are you talking about the not county game? Yeah, right. it's Colchester. Right, okay, and we were sorted. But we're not going to talk about the Wrexham or the Notts County game. We're going to talk about the Liverpool game. Maybe another podcast. Maybe we can do a watch-along thing that Percy doesn't seem to understand when he keeps saying that we should watch this podcast. Listen listen away, guys. Listen away. Right, there you go. And uh, we would really love it if you um, started to talk a little bit more about the podcast that you founded on your own YouTube channel. Or do do you need some more super chats, 20, 20 pound super chats from me for you to start doing that? Is that how it works? So I can do it. I, I, I don't mind. I'll, I'll put like twenty twenty pound away every every month, and so I can do like a sponsored ad on your YouTube channel. How's that sound? Sounds good. There you go. Liverpool lost. It's the first time in a long time, and I'll tell you what. There was there was three words that came to mind. Actually, four. Oh fucking boohoo. That's all I can think of. I don't I don't give a shit whether we were jammy, whether we could have played on a month of Sundays until we scored. The fact is that we won the game. And that's all I care about. Those three points. So do you wanna do you wanna tell us some of the controversial points of the game? I think Ross, over to you, mate. I mean don't don't I mean by the time people are listening to this, they'll probably listen to it or listen to renditions of the game on other podcasts so just tell us something that you felt when watching the game we'll do it differently <laughs> that's pretty much my feelings during the game um it was oh there's no rivalry there but there is now and it's been created by them um i mean i don't know where to start with it it was there was two sendings off one, Gary Neville, oddly from a Man United point of view, tried to cover up by saying, oh, he's rolled over the ball and almost broken the leg of, is it Basuma, wasn't it? And almost yeah, broken yeah. Basuma's leg. Yeah, and you know, if, you know, if you accidentally kill someone, you know, just say you rolled over the ball. Um, yeah, and then the, I thought the first yellow card for Jota was payback for what he did to my little skippy. Back, I think it was back in March or something when he always gave him twelve yeah, stitches. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then the second one was just daft. Then we then apparently we um, took off three players, um, our best players, and we still won the game. <laughs> in the in the ninety sixth minute with an own goal, and that was just made my life. It was brilliant. Right, so. I want to talk about Gary Neville for a minute. You know what it's like? It's like um, Ledley King, because Gary Neville was their captain, right? Ledley King, right now, because I think they're approximately the same age, or maybe Gary Neville's a bit older, mm-hmm. watching a... Who who were... It would be Chelsea what? and Fulham tonight. No, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would be... It would He, he would be watching an Arsenal game. He would be commenting... He'll be doing the comms on, a, on an Arsenal game against whoever it was. Yeah. And, and he would be doing what Gary Neville's done. Right? Is it akin to that? I don't get it. Listen, I don't it is a bit, but gone, go Perch. No, I was just saying, I don't mind it. Listen, I, I don't. I hate the bias punditry. I think, it's, it, it, I think it ruins it. Like when, when you've got the likes of Alan Smith, Martin Keogh, and all these lot, and all they talk about that, like. I'm using Arsenal examples, being Spurs fans and stuff like. But I didn't mind. Like, listen, I I understood what Gary Neville was saying. Like, listen, I, I'm going to go against what I initially said. I didn't think it was a red card on first glance. I understand why it was given, but 
we're now we we're now at a state now where we're now refereeing like players that now get the ball right. Like, listen, back in the day, that's not a foul. Even ten years ago, that's not that's that means a booking, right? It's a booking. You get on with it, yeah. I think the worry that we have now is what I'm hearing a lot of the narrative was, and this isn't to or from or what if it is or it isn't a red card. What I'm hearing is is he could have broken his leg. We shouldn't be refereeing based on potential injuries. Like we shouldn't be suspending players for you're playing football, right? Oh, like, hold on, hold on. Are you like, saying wait, that it was a red card or it wasn't? I'm confused. On first glance, I didn't think it was. I think I've I've, I've potentially been swayed on the other end of it, but I I, I felt at the time. With my non-biased hat on, at least I celebrated it because I was like, they're down to 10 men, great. But I sit back and go, if that was the other way, and it was Basuma on Curtis Jones, I'd be fuming. I'd be going, the player's got the ball. So I always try and be his rationale when I talk about these things. But I sit back and go, well, we're now judging it because everyone goes, oh, well, we could have broken Basuma's leg. Okay, I get that. But we're now, we're going to start refereeing on the basis of players could get injured. Everyone will be getting sent off, right? Look at use the Everton game a few years back with Hyungmin Son. That wasn't a red card, but he got shown a red card because he broke Andre Gomez's leg. We should be in a state like that. We should be in a state where look. And the worry I have is I would I wouldn't have been. I'm not I'm not dying on a hill about it. But the bit I don't like is when they go to VAR, they show a still image, and I sit back and go, hang on a minute, we need to. You need to show the whole build-up play. You've got to show the fact that the player got to the ball. Yes, he was he was over the top of the ball and catches the player, right? And if, if he deems that as a red card, then fine. But when you put a still image, it always looks ten times worse. And it wasn't a still. I, it wasn't just a still image, mate. It 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 was. It, no, it was the image. It was a still image. Plus, it was just it was the connection from it. it there was no build-up from him. Look, trying to there basically was. get retainable. I don't know. What no, I watching. saw it. You can watch it on the TV. You watch it when you're watching it because they pan to him, and all you see is is it going backwards and forwards of him. Like, and I understand why he gave it. Like, I just, I just sit back and just think, like, are we at a state now where, no matter what, if you catch a player's leg with your studs now, it is automatically a red card. If that's the case, then we're now going to be get, players aren't going to be making tackles. In 10 years' time, we'll be a non-contact sport. I can answer that no. question. No. No, but I can answer that question. It shouldn't be. Ross, do you want to come no, in? And then, and then, go on, Ross, and then I'll say one. Yeah, I, for the last 10, 15 years, if you show studs, that it's always been said that it is a red card, um, which I know player, what you mean. But, you but, the, but the, player, the player can't go studs down on that. Like... You've, it's, it's all about like the physics of it. It just it physically wouldn't happen, right? You wouldn't be able to go slow no. down on the ball. That's the problem. You, what that? Yeah, no. In 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 the whole context of the whole thing, right? Like if we, if for example, if for example, and this is why, and I used the week before, weekend before, Enketia has gone studs up when there's no ball there and clattered the goalkeeper. Now for me, that's more. That's a red card. Because I sit back and go, do you know what? The, the player is out of control and he's catched the player. Curtis Jones wasn't out of control. He wasn't out of control. He got the ball. So it's so it's it's about it's it's where it's where the line is, and it depends where now the refereeing because they change it every five minutes. And this is where we're probably going to get into other issues that we had in the game. But they change the rules every five minutes. And for me, I sit back and go. Like, what is it now? So now we're saying if studs get a, catch a player's leg, it's a straight red card. Will we, will we send them players off every single week? I can answer that, mate. So there's two things, right? The first thing is, and here's something I did earlier. I looked up the laws of the game on IFAB. It's the second time I'm actually talking about the IFAB website. Not a bad website, theifab.com slash laws, and you can find it there, right? So law 12, fouls and misconduct. So to answer your question, what I think was going on in that VAR room before they went for a piss and missed the Liverpool goal, we'll talk about that in a minute, was I believe that they turned to the ref when he was mic'd up and they said to him, on Law 12, I don't think they said this, but they probably asked him, is it serious foul play? Do you think, watch it, do you think, mate, that that is serious foul play? And yes, it is. It doesn't matter if there was no intent. It doesn't matter if he went over the ball and he took it. He shouldn't have gone over the ball. 
And yes, is the Enketia one minute, one minute, is the Enketia one should that have been a sending off? Was that serious foul play? Absolutely, yeah, yes. That one was and the problem, was, yeah. The, yeah, but the problem with VAR, and we'll get onto the Liverpool statement in a minute because they they sort of talk about it as well. But the, the, the serious problem is that they don't understand the interpretation of their own laws. One ref yeah. might have might have said, yes, that's serious foul play. Another one would have said, well, you know what? He went over the ball. That was a mistake. It wasn't serious foul play. It was just foul play. I'm going to give him a booking. In which case, what probably happened was when the ref saw it in real in real time and he gave him that uh, yellow card, it was because it was I'm cautioning you because you made a mistake, Sunshine. Don't do that again. You know, look at what you're doing next time. But then when they say to him, when he's mic'd up and they're talking to him, they're saying, listen, we believe that was serious foul play. And I can't wait for this thing to be on that show with, with Howard Webb because you're going to hear him say it. We believe that this was serious foul play. Watch it, watch it again, mate, and you tell us what you think. And he sees it. And you know that, in fact, I've never seen a ref go up to the screen and then not give what a VR have, oh, it's have asked him. a couple of times. I've really? Oh, he's not? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. I can't tell so, you which games it was. Though. So that was, no matter how, how you look at it, it is serious foul play. And again, we go back to the enquete thing. Again, serious foul play. And look, look at look at Romero, right, with a handball against Manchester United. It, if they're using the law, the law which we know is wrong. I mean, what what for them to give a penalty against Arsenal? If you listen to last week's pod where Perchy goes goes off on one and he, he he reads you the law, you actually see that it wasn't an actual penalty. So the one that wasn't given against Manchester United was correct, and the one against Arsenal was incorrect. Right. The problem that we're having that we're having with VAR is you have laws which are left to the interpretation of someone who, well, every referee is different, right? We don't know what side of the bed he got up on that night. We don't know if he's, you know, if he rogered his wife. We don't know or his boyfriend or whatever. We we don't know, right? We don't know what what mindset he or what he's in, and so serious foul play can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, and that's the problem. Do you know what I mean? So would I have sent no, him I, off? I, yes, I would have sent him off. But I'm a Spurs like, fan. Of course, I'm going to send him off. I'll yeah, send, I'll, yeah, I'll no, send off eleven of the twelve of their players. Thirty nine. Okay, you know. But this, but that's my point though. That's I, I get. I get completely everything you're saying. That's the point though. But the interpretation, the problem is there. Is you're right. It is just interpretation. I looked at it and went, if would you send him off? If it was the other way around. That's the, that's for me. It's always the test that you need to do. If it was the opposite players, and you'd have seen Basuma get to the ball. But he catches then the player after it. Are you sending him off? Personally, yeah, I would have. I would have sent. I really? Sent, okay, yeah, is, yeah, is it, I would have. As long as, as long as you're saying that's what you do, because that's the best way to judge it. If it was me, I'd be like, I'd be going mad if they sent him off for that. That's that's my interpretation of it, right? But then I'm, I, I would say like I think tackling is gone completely out of the game properly now. Like proper tackles are not what they were before. Oh, I don't I don't think Van der Vengen's got the memo. I mean, if you see what he did against Arsenal and what he, he even against Liverpool, I don't think tackling's gone out of the game. I just think you need to you need to be able to time your tackles properly and and I think that the laws of the game are around the the art of tackling. They they're built around that. So so tackle the player properly without endangering him. And yes, he was it doesn't matter if he went over the ball and he he continued in the follow through. He endangered uh, Eve Bissouma. He could have. He, that could have been. I don't think a career ender. Fifteen years ago it would have been, but his season would have been done if he had broken his leg. That's it. But you know but that. But 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 I'll stand by my theory on it though. When we can't be judging sendings off on injuries. If that's the case, anyone that gets an injury for any sort of contact will be sending them off. We can't. But he we wasn't. But Bissouma wasn't injured. That's the thing. What they weren't basing no, 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 it off but, of Bissouma getting injured but, or even screaming no, no, no. and rolling around. It was the fact that they, pro- I, as I said, I can't wait to listen to that show because you're going to hear them say, "I can't." Who, what was the rest name? Do you know? Oh, my, um, uh, Hooper, wasn't it? Was it Michael Hooper? We're guessing. I'm just looking now. Call him John Smith, right? So they, they, they're probably Simon saying, Hooper. Simon Hooper. So, Simon, so I don't know. So something England was. Mr. England. Da- Darren England was the right. VAR guy. Right, Darren so he's, he has said to Hooper, mate, we believe that serious foul play. He's gone over the top of the ball, but he's continued on. Please take a look at it. And he has, and he's sent him off. In another game, though, and this is where the inconsistencies are crazy. That's my point, though. It's like, I that. know, but the thing is, it happened, we won, boohoo fucking Liverpool. But you know what? Before we get on to Liverpool's statement, and I want to talk about that and the can of worms 
if that happens, we'll open. Anything else on the game? Um, yeah, I th- I'll be honest. I thought we got absolutely away with one. I mean, I would have been, if I'm honest, I would have been making this this podcast be totally different if we hadn't won that game of football. Um, I thought the manager got I, away. I with completely one big... disagree with you. Hotspur Way podcast uh, is, is a fantastic podcast, whether we win or lose. I don't want to hear you say. It. I mean, you, you keep talking about us watching stuff. Our podcast is fantastic. You should retract that statement and apologise. What did I say? You just said that this podcast would have been rubbish without it. I mean, I, no, 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 no. I said it would be different. I was trying to be funny. I, said, I, I mean, said, I'm, my, oh. my, I'm getting old. And Ross, do you, did you do you even find me funny? Does anyone find me funny? I mean, I'm, yes, boss. In, in, inside, inside, I, yes, I, boss. inside, I, yes. I'm laughing. Yes, but there's a part James, of me crying I find as well. You, funny. you know, I'm thank, sorry. For I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy that someone finds me. Go on, mate. Sorry, that was terrible. Um, it was all. It was all right. It's all no, right. It's we like terrible. we like your awful dad jokes as part of the fun. And no, well, sort of get back into what I was saying though. It was that for me, I think the manager would have had would have had a lot of question marks on a lot of his decision making. By the way, listen, like we it's one all. Liverpool have gone down to nine men, and his substitutions are wayward. And listen, I have to be honest. If it was this was last year and it was Antonio Conte, I'd have been ripping my hair out. Because he brings off a doggy, brings on Ben Davis. Why are we keeping four players at the back? They've got nine men. Then he goes and brings off Saar for Skip, Basuma for Hoibia. And I'm going, well, hang on a minute. We still got two centre halves, two strikers on the bench. Let's get Valise on, get Donnelly on, and go, do you know what? We might as well go and give this a go. We can, it's the best chance we can beat this team. And yeah, he brings Valise on right at the end, and yeah, we get we get away with one. But you have to be honest: if we don't win that game of football, the inquest is starting. How do we not win against ten men, uh, nine men for the majority of that second half? That's that for me is the massive why. But the biggest telltale bit, and if anyone anyone watch uh, listening, nearly done that. I nearly did it then. Um, no, anyone listening would sit back and go look at that bench. That's worrying me. At the moment, yes, we've got injuries, but that's a worrying bench. Really, really worrying. Because, listen, the only players you could bring on were two defensive midfielders. Oh, we, we were definitely jamming. In fact, what's what's your best jam? I like, I like either Cherry Tree or Abbey Farm. And I think the jam that we pulled out in that game was above any of those two brands. Oh, we man. were so jammy. I tell you what, there, 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 was, there, was a, there was a great stat which I heard on the Dr. Pop. Oh God, I said it wrong. The Dr. Tottenham podcast. Great podcast. Go and listen to it. Okay. Where Dan said that in in the the round of seven games, I think it's been, we've had 15 red cards. And when that when a player has been sent off in those games, only two goals have been scored. Which is weird. Well, number one, there's a lot more red cards. I'm not basing that off anything other than what I think. Sorry. But to only score two goals when the red cards have been brandished is a bit is a bit strange. I, I wish I could compare it off other seasons. Ross, what do you think, mate? It's a bit broad. Um, I thought this. It was kind of. I was a bit peculiar that he didn't bring on Donnelly, but then for a first team debut, you're going to throw him into that sort of atmosphere. The other substitutions, we don't know what your doggy was, if he was injured or anything, but fresh legs, I suppose. That's the only way I can even try and stick by Andrew on that. But he knew what he was doing, obviously. Um, that's what said Donnelly would have been the perfect opportunity for him to come on against a team that uh... has now brought off every attacking player and gone basically defensively. Isn't that exactly the perfect opportunity? Because there's nothing to lose there for him, right? What's he going to lose? I don't know. I d- I'm just putting my really boring hat on, and I hate doing this, but I just like to, it's just for balance, basically. When you've got a young kid, then you bring him onto the pitch. So the likelihood is that they might panic. I mean, he might not. He does seem like a confident lad, but he might panic, give the ball away, and you just don't know. It's Tottenham and Liverpool, so they they almost. I think they almost scored with um oh, ten man. men so if, if we'd lost if we'd have lost the game let alone draw it i would have the, the inquest would have come out massively but, yeah but listen, i just this, I... This, is, this is the thing though right like we we have these young players 
give him a go. Like he's on the bench for a reason. He's made his yeah. by fortunes by players being injured and stuff. He's got on the bench. Bring him on. Make him a hero. Go. Imagine he comes off the bench and he's the one that taps it in at the near post. I mean, ironically, it could have been Belize, but but like, do you know? Do you sort of get my point though? Like, make, give him a bit of a gamble. Like, yeah, other teams, yeah. Other, other, team, other teams do it. Liverpool do it all the time. Man City do it all the time. So why can't we just go? Do you know what we're we're drawing the game one one with about ten minutes to go. You go. Do you know what we're going to throw on at these the two strikers in Valise and Donnelly. We're going to bring off bring off a centre half, bring off Romero off the pitch, bring and then go. Do you know what we're just going to sit three at the back and then just going to bomb bodies in the box and just launch it in there. That's what I would have done personally. <laughs> It, I think I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna hammer Ange for one game, and because we won. Oh no, no, it's if, not you know, no, no, I know what you mean. No, I'm yeah. just. It's just an open line. I just think it's hard to change something that we can't change, and that's our bench. I mean, who are we missing? We're missing Brennan Johnson, and who else? We're missing Ben Tancourt at the minute. Lacelso, yeah, Yeah, oh god, like, yeah. Just... So them four players alone, and. Uh, do add a lot of attacking weight so oh, you take any force you take four squad members out of any squad and they're struggling um i think and i think arsenal's shown that um with the fact that he brought hoiberg on he obviously sees something in hoiberg and he's pushed skip a bit further as well and i'm not saying for an instance and i'm a big fan of um old ollie skip but he's not an, he's not the most fluid attacking player but he did get himself in the box and <laughs> It did cause Matip to spin round and shin it into the back of the net. And it's a tough game at the most of times. It's a cursed game for us previously. Of all the stuff that's gone on before with Alderweireld's muck-up with Lloris. So Salah had his little dancer moment from Carragher. Um, the Champions League final. Um, and there's a few others I just can't remember off the top of my head now. Um, so we were due some luck. Um, yeah, and, yeah, I agree. With and to be honest with you... We we might have done yeah, um, but that they had two people sent off. That's not our fault. That's the referee's fault. They've dragged us into yeah. this. A lot of their fans when we're like, right, we're celebrating. They're like, you got can't celebrate that. Oh fuck off. Um, yeah, I'll celebrate I how exactly I want to. I, I agree with um, that part, but definitely. And it, if it was us, we would be we'd be apoplectic i'll be you know screaming the house down but then at the end of the day you know to carry it on 48 hours afterwards and then they've now demanded they want the audio from the var and all that it's it's just starting to get well, a little bit petty and well, you won i mean anna sugar even has even tweeted that you know they do deserve a replay oh shut well, up one minute we'll get we'll, we'll get into the statement one sec one sec yeah, we'll get on. we'll get into the statement in a minute all right um i tell you what liverpool fuck off Absolutely fuck off. I, I remember I got I got on a plane and I timed it to perfection from, from from Lebanon to Cyprus on the 1st of June 2019. And I made it from Larnaca Airport to the meeting pub in Larnaca three minutes before kickoff. And as soon as I've sat down, everyone then stood up and the game started and then we get a penalty. Fuck off. I don't want to hear it. I'm sick and tired of it. And I loved the PGMOL statement. Can I read it, guys? So PGM... Yes. They're, they're, you tell me if there's an apology in here. PGMOL acknowledges a significant human error occurred. We're sorry. They don't. They didn't say we're sorry. I just had that in there. PGMOL will conduct a full review. Oh, it's so English, isn't it? The <laughs> the goal by Luis Diaz was disallowed for offside by the off by the on-field team of match officials. There was a clear and obvious factual error, and should have resulted in the goal being awarded through VAR intervention. However. The VAR failed to intervene. Then Liverpool come out with a statement which I think is bizarre. And we'll talk about presidents and a can of worms after this. So listen to this. So Liverpool Football Club acknowledges PGMOL's admission, so not apology, of their failures last night. It is clear that the correct application of the laws of the game did not occur, resulting in sporting integrity being undermined. We feel accept the pressures that match officials work under, but these pressures are supposed to be alleviated, not exasperated, by the existence and implementation of VAR. It is therefore unsatisfactory that sufficient time was not afforded to allow the correct decision to be made and that there was no subsequent intervention. 
that such failings have already been categorized as significant human error is also unacceptable. I agree with that, by the way. Any and all outcomes should be established only by the review and with full transparency. This is vital for the reliability of future decision making as it applies to all clubs and learnings being used to make improvements to processes in, order, in order to ensure this kind of situation cannot occur again. And this is the kicker. In the meantime, we will explore the range of options available given the clear need for escalation and resolution. What do you think that means, guys? Uh, I'll be honest, I, I read it initially and that last bit at the end really confused me. Um, I think it means that they want to... I, I And listen, I hope this is what it is. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sit with the tinner. I don't think they want a replay. I don't think any of that is true. I think this is just... just stoked up by twitter and stuff like that and it doesn't help um i think what it means is is they want a more of a a collective review but what they should have done and i think the wording on it was really bad i'd have liked them to have just gone and said we urge the other 19 premier league clubs to come on board with a, a helping proposal right and collectively we can find a better solution Right. But, okay, so the, the words here, and it's really important to look at the words, right? There's, there's a clear need for escalation. So they're going to escalate this. This is what it means. And let's just say they have, as one of the options for escalation, they have asked for either points or they have asked for some sort of recompense which is either points or they've asked for a replay. Do you know why a replay could never, ever happen? It's really simple. Is it because we have to comply to it? It's because we have to go back to 2005 and play Manchester United again, when, when Mendes' goal would have put us in the Champions League. That's why. It means that every single decision that is wrong by a referee, which can cost points, will then set a legal precedent for football clubs to say... We don't accept this, and so we want a replay. The season would never end. It would never, ever end. If they set a precedent and this game is replayed, then that's it. Of course, it's, it can't ever it be won't. replayed. It'll... Of course, it won't. They won't, they can't, but they can't entertain it. Even if there are some people going, you know what, they're right, it should be. They can't entertain it due to the precedent that it's going to set. And that's why I'm so happy with all of this. They are, I tell you what, people in Liverpool, and I've, I've got a lot of, a lot of um, Liverpoolian friends, loads actually, and they, they, uh, they basically created the top trumps game of, of victimisation, right? And so mm -hmm. they are, and, and I understand it, by the way, Liverpool, I think, is a beautiful city, but then you've got the suburbs, which, I mean, I'd rather claw my, claw my eyes out with a spoon rather than go and live there. Sorry to any Spurs fans living in Toxteth or anywhere around there. But you know what? I am so happy that this has happened because now, I mean, they were really upset when, when Harry Kane got that penalty. Remember that two-all draw? And they were going on about that for a good few years. Do you remember that, guys? When Wanyama hit that thunder bastard and went in and they were really... They, oh, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, a good, for a good one or two years after that, oh, they, no, they hated us. It, now it has gone to 11 or 99. You know, that's the levels. And I love it. Bring it on. Oh, we'd have to replay that game, so, wouldn't we? I would have to replay everything. It, oh, I love the fact that they're whinging. And if you ever hear a Scouser whinge, oh, it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. You know, and I'm so happy that this has happened. Fuck off. Fuck off. It's happened. Get on with it. Okay, your player shouldn't have got sent off. You should have scored maybe three goals and put it out of put it out of range for us. You didn't. Get over it. But, but, this, but this is this is the part for me that I that I agree with what you're saying to a certain extent. One minute, are you going to be you're going to be a Liverpool fan? I'm just taking. No, 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 oh, no, right, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm actually not. What I'm going to say was is, I find it the bit I find peculiar because if Liverpool won the game, this conversation doesn't happen. We don't sit back and talk about it because Liverpool won the game. And mate, and we can't it, we can't do if buts and maybes in life. You can't. But that's but no no but but that's my point though. 
My point being is this whole thing's come out because we won the game, right? And Liverpool didn't win the game. And for me, that's where I, I go, fine. Okay, that's your, that's your standpoint on it. And Liverpool fans have taken that standpoint. Now, if you go and get a Dodgy's decision against Brighton, are you going to start arguing against it? Like, let's just say a soft penalty gets given to you and Salah scores and you win 1-0 at, at the uh, at Anfield against Brighton. Are we, are we now going to... Uh, uh, but I've said this all along, by the way. This is a collective thing. I've stood by... Whenever there's been a dodgy decision that's gone against... Gone for Spurs, I've stood against it and gone, no, I don't agree with it. It's, a, it's an absolute disgrace. I remember a few seasons back. Do you remember when we played Sheffield United? And it was one... It was farcical. Some of the decisions that, that we got... That they got disallowed. I was like, we shouldn't have won the game. It is what it is. But what I always stand by is swings and roundabouts. Today was our day. We could play Luton next week. We could play Luton next week and it go completely against us. So it all It won't. Wait, I, was, I mean it won't though, will it? I mean no, but I'm We are gonna be we are gonna we are gonna we're gonna talk about Luton in a bit. We, we are gonna be talking no, the league, aren't we, after that game. Yeah. Even for yeah, yeah, even no, for an just, hour. Yeah, I was just being hypothetical in the sense of it, it has gone for our favour this time, but next the next time it happens, it may not come in our favour. So I believe in it all things balance out at the end of it. So like there could be a game where it benefits Liverpool that there's an offside that maybe not offside and they get it. For me, I think with do, do you actually know what happened? Why it was wrongly um, disallowed? Do you actually know the reason? I've I've actually watched it and I've, I've heard it. Yeah. It so basically, Darren England believed that it was the goal was given. Believed the goal was given and they were checking VAR. They went back and said, "Nope, all clear, no issue." So, but they got, they got, they basically it was when they call it human error. The human error was is their communication was is they believed that the goal was given and they were double checking for VAR and VAR said no, no issue. So they followed, stay with the on-field decision. What a load of bollocks! Like, so they both went out for a piss, or one of them, <laughs> out, one, 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 one of them went for a <laughs> shit. One minute, one of them went out for a shit, and the other one just said, "Oh, what's that smell?" When he went out to go and check up on what happened, and the game continued. I mean, this is this is the bit. This is the bit, though, for me. This is this is the issue I have with you. But it doesn't make sense. What, what they're saying doesn't make any sense. No, of course it does. Of course it does. They believe one thing that was the other. How can you believe what? How? How is that possible? Because mate, we're not talking because, about seven-year-olds. We're not talking about seven-year-olds at Stockton yeah, Park. No, no, no. no, hang on. But but this is the, but this is my point, James. This is exactly the point I'm making. Is that they've made such a catastrophic mistake by believing it that it was the opposite decision they're waiting on. And, and it just shows how basic VAR really is in the context of it all. Like, for example, there's not, there's no sort of automated system to say, uh, check impossible offside, no offside, okay, goal given. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no... It, it, it's, oh, it's, mate. All, it's, it's all I, people. Mate. This is why I say Do you understand by. what you're saying? What you're actually saying, if this is correct, I'm sorry to interrupt you, mate, but if you, what you're saying is, is correct, then we yeah. have far bigger problems... In, in Stockley Park than just this game because if you well, like James, I agree one minute so, so, so you know what Occam's razor is right so if there's if there's two two competing ideas which one is the simpler one right the simpler yeah. one is that they didn't think that the game continued the simpler one is they either looked away from the screen something happened they either weren't there because it doesn't make sense no, that but they, they did but, no, but, but hold on it's, but, it's, but, it's, were you watching the game were, were, mate were you what you were watching the game right yeah. So you're watching the game and you're in Stockley Park. What do you do? You know what the procedure is. The procedure is to then draw the lines and then say, is it a goal no. or isn't it? Is, no, but that's not the procedure. But you're but you're missing. No, no. But you're missing the point, though. What's the they point? They didn't need the lines because they believed that it, there was no issue to resolve because they believed in the VAR room that the goal was given. Mate, mate, mate. That's then, not the procedure. The procedure is that if a goal is given, they say goal awarded. And if it's not, they click another button, okay? And then I'm pretty sure there are there are batch, what they call batch buttons, okay? Where they're pre-programmed buttons. And then they click a button that will say goal disallowed. So you're saying that, that so no, they, that, they also click yeah, the wrong button. Is that what you're telling me? No, they also James, that's, that's only if, they believed it was flagged offside. So in the th I'm, I'm just, just hear me out. They believed that the goal was given. There was no flagging for the offside. They believed that Liverpool were one 0 up. I need to and stop you there. Getting... I, I need to stop you there. If they believed that the goal was given, why then another comedy of errors? Why do they click on the wrong button? 
they don't click a button. No, they do. No, no, that's how it works. That is how there it works. No, but, but there was no button though, because we never saw any of that on the screens. There was none of no, that no, I'm not saying that. So, so what happens is from the VAR room, they have a set of what they call batch buttons. Okay, so any production house has this, right? And so, for instance, let's just talk about let's just talk about White Hart Lane. When Sony scores a goal, right, they have a batch button for Sony, yeah, 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 and, and yeah, they will yeah. they will press it, and then on the big screen, they have a pre-recorded message or whatever it is, an animation, which will then show up. It's called a batch button, right? So there's a, there's a batch of buttons with pre-recorded messaging or content. They have that at Stockley Park, and so when the goal was disallowed, not only did they misunderstand that or we don't need to draw any lines and we don't even need to check it. So, so far there's two mistakes. They then, the third mistake is to click the wrong button. Mate, mate, what are you saying to me? How many errors do you have to make? It's not just no, one. No, I agree with you. I yeah, but it's, so, 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 so the simplest, the simplest version of this is they either weren't there and some I'll intern, oh, I don't, well, I don't, so, so either someone, so, well, Either they've got an intern there who's just clicked. Why do they have to be? They're humans. I don't know. Is they're all recorded though. They're recorded in the VAR room. I'm, I, I wish I wish we could hear. I mean, oh, no, gonna, no, no. we'll but hear that, it soon, why, right? But that's why Liverpool want the recording so they can get, understand what it is. Listen, but this is the bit for me. This is the bit for me. Is the issue I had is is for the integrity of it all. They should have. They should have broken protocol and gone, do you know what? This isn't right. We've made a someone no one had the balls in that VAR room. This is the bit that really wound me up, by the way, with it. No one had the balls. Listen, by the way, I I have no I know I don't have a, a ball in this call, by the way. It benefited my team. So but my point being is is that for the integrity of it, no one in the VAR room went, guys, 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 called the referee and said, stop the game. We've made a mistake. That goal should have been given. Instead, what they did is they sat on their hands and went, ah. And listen, you can't, oh, mate. You oh. can't. So I can, I can, I can answer that. So, of course they can. So no, no, you can't. Oh, you can't. You can't. You can't. I'm explain. But I'm explaining it now. So law nine and IFAB yep. basically explicitly doesn't yep. allow them once the game has continued. That phase of play is finished. Yeah. And they cannot then call it back. Yeah, I know that. They cannot. I've read all this. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right, right. So it's absolute bollocks. Yeah, but it's abs. Oh, I wouldn't. Oh, no, no. I wanted that goal disallowed. What do you mean? Because I'm talking about. I'm talking about it from like a neutral point of view. I use the quote if it happened to Tottenham. I'm you flip it for a second. Oh, I'll I'll be livid, of course, obviously. Exactly. So, but the problem is, mate. Yeah, mate, but no, we've no, we've no, got no. archaic rules trying to support no. a brand new technology. It doesn't. James. It's like it's like trying to put a VR headset on a T Rex. It doesn't no, fucking work. Do you know what I mean? No, I agree with you. This is why I don't want VAR. This is exactly the reason. And people go to me, oh well, if we didn't have VAR, that goal wouldn't be given. Great, we'd have moved on with our day and we'd have had a good time. Like we wouldn't be having this conversation. The bit for me is, the bit for me that that annoyed me is is yes, I get you right. The protocol was followed, but. I would have had more integrity, there would be more integrity of the game. And as I talk about the game, I'm not talking about it because it benefited Tottenham or it disadvantaged Liverpool, whatever, ignore that. To Team A, Team B. The integrity of the game, for me, would have been, do you know what? Fine, yeah. We, we've made a mistake. And listen, someone, someone didn't want to take the wrath of breaking the rules, basically, and gone, do you know what? We're going to do the right thing. I may be breaking the rules. I'll, I'll put my neck on the line here. And gone, I'll put my hand up, I copped up, and then what we're gonna do, we're gonna tell the referee that Diaz is to score a goal now and it's one nil to Liverpool and we and we and we move on or whatever, or we we put on the balls that Liverpool have scored, one nil, whatever. Like, for me, for me, this is now gonna roll on like this what it's gonna do now, by the way, and what it has done, and you've seen it on social media, the can of worms have opened. By the way, I have no I have no leg to stand on, I can't stand Liverpool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't care, but I talk about it in the when I have these conversations about it. I talk about it if this affected Tottenham. If this affected Tottenham, we we this podcast would be completely different. And I mentioned it earlier. We would be effing blinded. We would going. But they've ro- screwed us over. I know, mate. But you know what? If Harry Kane didn't want a new challenge, he'll still be at Spurs, and maybe we'll be top of the league right now. If buts and maybes, I understand, and I understand what you're saying. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And we haven't heard no, from Ross I, for a I good 17 that. minutes. And I'm a bit worried. Ross, are you with us? Second in the league, lads. Come on. Oh, there you go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Right, no. right. Do you know go what's on. happened? Right, this. What, right, I'm going to put the nail in. I'll go on then. Perchy's right. If we didn't score that winner, this doesn't get mentioned. If VAR fucked up, we haven't done anything wrong. Liverpool fans hate us because Liverpool fans. Um, we take it in humour because Tottenham fans. And they're going to appeal. It's going to drag on and drag on. What the worst thing they did was appeal. Because no other club, I don't think, and please tell me if I'm wrong, has done this. Where they've appealed. Because we never appealed it when Dyer did that handball and then they changed the rules. We never appealed in that Champions League final when Sissoko was meant to have handballed it on his armpit and then they changed they the changed rules. they changed the rules, yeah. Yeah, but so... Liverpool, tough shit. I'm sorry, but every club has had to go through it. Do you want to go back and tell Sheffield United fans when yeah. Aston Villa stayed up by one point? I don't know if it's Sheffield United. And yeah, the yeah, one yeah. point was when when the first game in lockdown, the ball went over the line from the keeper's hands, but because there were so many people there, it didn't get given. So no, if no, we no, want to go get, back got, to to get, these they things, get, they didn't turn on the system. That was the reason. That was the reason. The system was on. no, no. The system was on. It was just because there was too many people in there, and it got it, and it interfered with it. What? So I'm sorry, Liverpool, but tough shit. It I'm not sorry at all. I agree. I'm not sorry at all. Fucking boo. Oh, no, I'm a little bit more sorry, but it's like it's like. Well, what what do you want? there to happen do you want us just to restart the season i mean i tweeted that out yesterday i said should we just start the season again i had a few chelsea fans go please <laughs> which was quite <laughs> funny uh, and but i'm sorry but shit happens it's football it's not i know it's a it's football is the most important thing of them all the unimportant things in the world and we have to remember and this and it is a, a ross can i make a point in just before you say that and you're absolutely spot on with that and the one thing that's been kept absolutely quiet from a lot of people, and I'm fuming by it, is the disgusting behaviour that happened on Instagram, on Destiny Adoji's Instagram. Oh, Sorry, you carry on. horrible. No. Absolutely it's, I'm glad you brought stuff. that up. What's that? I, I don't, I'm, I'm too old for this. Can you tell me what so happened? Basically, I'm only a few uh, years younger. Basically, because Yotta got sent off because he took out Adoji, and he did catch him, by the way, Liverpool fans believe that he dived and the racist abuse that went on Destiny Adoji's Instagram was absolutely disgusting. And the fact is the club have put a statement, Spurs have put a statement out, Liverpool haven't put anything out, which I, I find absolutely abhorrent, by the way. They have 25 going, minutes ago. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, apology. I haven't been on Twitter. But do you know what I mean? Five hours later, it's just but like, you know what I mean? you're worried about, yeah. you're worried about You're worried about a goal not being given, but we've completely lost sight of humanity here. Like, all of a sudden, I'm hearing vile... I heard vile stuff made about Ange Postacoglu yesterday. I heard stuff, vile stuff heard oh. about the referee. What did they say, that I you can't take his Sivlaggy? Is that what, 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 what I, vile stuff? No, what I they heard said? that he's so, he's so fat that he'll have a heart attack in two years. I, and I you, know what dream, you know I dreamed about that, right? He... he oh, Don't! Uh, but he... The, I heard, heard on people saying that, let's go and find Simon Hooper's address so we can kick his head in. Absolutely disgusting behaviour, by the way. And this is what. And just to build on that perch, there's a lot of female Spurs fans getting absolutely. I don't even think "abused" is the right word, but when the names they're being called, I'm not going to share it because it gives it limelight. But I've got, and it's disgusting. I'm jumping in and for them because it's not fair, and I know they can stand up for themselves. But I, I I share this stuff with me. I'll jump in. I, I, you know, I just, I. I, I, so just, all, all, all you have to do is look at my Twitter for the whole day, by the way. All you have to do is just check out everything on my Twitter. It's brilliant. The Pornhub links it's... that you keep adding on there are useless. I've seen it all. No. I'm not going to look at your Twitter again. It's, it's vile. <laughs> That's another hey, bad joke. Prude. Sorry. Being serious, Ness, I think we, we talk about a decision, a mistake, but some of the behaviour, and by the way, like, I just find some of the behaviour just... Ungodly, by the way. I think I think it's yeah. vile, disgusting. But yeah, let's it move is. on from it. But I wanted just to make that because point. we should be celebrating a win against Ch Liverpool and going yeah. second in the league. I know it's was it seven games into the season. It is so early, but it's Way so good. Early. I mean, apparently we're the same points as we were last season. But yeah. this is this is fresh air to smelling cows dung. Different. It's so nice mm -hmm. to have this clear. And to th the think th uh, uh, to think that we can have them, or oh, say three, because we know Perisic is putting them out for the season, 
Bentancourt's nearly on his way back. Um, Brendan Johnson's going to be on his way back soon. Um, and who was the other one we were missing? Brian Hill. Bro, Brian Hill, back. yeah. I forgot about him. And Lacelso's going to be back. That's yeah, a lot yeah. of attacking. And so yeah, I'm going yeah, to stop talking it, so. about... We're gonna, I'm going to um, stop talking about I've Liverpool a, because I've it's... I've got a semi. It's... I've got a semi. I'm sorry to... And it's... Because it's... It's not our fight. It's, just, it shouldn't be our gonna, fight. You're just going to ignore my semi statement, are you? Just like that. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, usual yeah. stuff. It's it's it. when you start. It's when we start hearing. It's when we start getting a bit worried. <laughs> when the slapping of the meat. Um, but I'm going to stop talking about Liverpool because they that's their battle. That's not our battle anymore. That's it, up to them if they want to do. And we've won. We are second in the league on goals scored. Um, and we're a point behind Man City, and if we beat Luton, we go top for 24 hours, so woo! <laughs> exactly. So I want to talk about um, Hassan Kanan. Do you know who he is? Do you know who he plays for? No Hassan idea. Hassan Kanan? No. Don't Google him. So Hassan Kanan is, Damn my, it. is, is, <laughs> is, is my CFO, right? And he's a, he's a numbers freak. He, he finds... I mean, if there was a... If there if there were spreadsheets on Pornhub, that's that's the video content that he would look at, okay. And so I I decided I know we're late to the party with this. I decided to to watch the the Bloomberg interview with Daniel Levy, and as I'm watching it, he then made a statement, which was how much does Tottenham make? It, there's two things that he said. How much does Tottenham Hotspur make from number one? the extracurricular activities going on at the stadium. And I think well, actually but before that, he asked him how much does Tottenham make from the gate receipts in which he said 100 million. And as soon as he said that, I thought, oh, that's interesting. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Then they asked him how much we make from like Beyonce concerts and blah, blah, blah. And he said 30% of the gate receipts, so 30 million. So I turn to Hass and I say, Hass, I'm going to send you over the, the financial statements from Tottenham Hotspur. Mate, he's, he, he didn't just get a semi. He was full hard. He was like, oh, my God, you're sending me over financial mm. statements. And he went over and he said, what, what do you want me to look for? And I said, can you find, out, can you find me how much gate receipts are? And um, it's quite a large PDF document. And he got back to me with an hour. He said, no, there's, there's no direct statement on the gate receipts. I thought, really? Has I want to ask you something. When it comes to investment, why would an owner go onto Bloomberg and directly say the amount? It's because he wants... It. By the way, Has hasn't... He's an Arsenal fan, not that he really supports Arsenal, but he hasn't seen or didn't even... He didn't even know that there was a Bloomberg interview, right? And he... Are you there? Yeah. yeah. Listen to you. That's weird. My uh, my screen just went blank, right? So he doesn't know any of this, and immediately he said, and this was great. The owner either wants a financial injection or he's looking to sell. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. And then he showed me some examples where this happens. Wow, this has happened at multiple franchises, and I, I can't believe. Like we, we sat there for a whole hour, and he was he was actually showing me. He was so happy about this. Well done, Hass. You're not getting a bonus. But he, he was he was showing me various examples where this has happened. And within 12 months of interviews on Bloomberg happening, there has either been a financial injection from a third party, which has come in, or a sale has taken place. It'll be Daniel, the former. Daniel Levy, you, we all know him, right? He doesn't ever talk. And within three days... Not only does he do a fans a fan forum, which I thought was really good, by the way. I'm, I'm Ian Kin all the way. Oh, I mean, I, I love the guy now, right? <laughs> and 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 then he goes on to Bloomberg, and he was happy to give out detailed financial information, which he didn't need to, because he was also asked a question about Harry Kane, and he 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 decided to not give the details of the buyback clause. He could have, if he wanted to not have said 100 million that's confidential and you know i i'm speaking on his behalf right he could have said that's confidential and it's something that we're not prepared to disclose on bloomberg he could have said that but he didn't so what do you think guys uh, he wants a I'll cash injection really yeah 
or I'll sit to believe anything will happen until it actually happens. Perch, you need to you need to swallow your mic because again, it sounds like you're in the kitchen Sorry. doing spaghetti. I was uh, I was just I was relaxing whilst talking. By the way, the only comments we've ever had, I mean, there's literally like four comments from my listeners, which is fantastic. It's bullshit, by the way. We really need your comments. But the only comments we've ever had is that Perchy sounds like he's really far away. And James, you need to actually try and structure the podcast in such a way as to get different tracks in, blah blah blah, to enhance his voice. <sighs> Perchy, you need to okay, can you hear me now? Is that, miles, is that loud enough miles for you people? Better. Is they, that better for you people? No, that's yeah. too much. Don't <laughs> yeah. swallow the fucking mic. The but comment, just can, can you stand a bit hate. nearer to it? Can you just like yeah. always be like, Sorry, I don't know, I was, I was to your back, face. Right? I was laying back listening to you. You're um, lying back listening. I, said, I mean, I'll put you to sleep. That's what you're really saying. So he's. it looks like, and this is from someone who was a certified accountant. and Sorry, he's a chartered accountant, has his. Oh, I'm certified. I'm sure I'll ask him to listen to this. He probably won't, but... He can he can clarify that. Immediately, the fact that he said he's looking for a cash injection or a sale, and then went on to show me various franchises in both the NBA, NFL, and NA. What's the um, what's the baseball one? National baseball. NBA. Oh no, no um, MLB. Who, who the fuck? No MLB one. Right. Yeah. All these yeah, acronyms. I don't right. Care. It's like when people call the Premier League the EPL. Oh. Fucking do one. Anyway, right? I, I suppose it's better than calling it the Premiership, right? I can't believe people still oh, call, when, they when call in on their, on their, yeah, right? on their, on their like, phone. It's not the Premiership anymore. I tell you, there's two things that really bug me, right? It's when they, it's when they plur- pluralise names. So it's like, oh, and the Klinsmans and the Sheringhams. Fuck off. There's only one Klinsman. There's only one Sheringham, right? And then when they call it the Premiership. Oh, really grind That's so ITV. Ideas. Really? I think right. ITV called it ITV that. ITV was Premiership. Era. Yeah, ITV was Premiership. Era, right? Yeah, they called it the Premier. They had U2. Not U2, but the band U2. Um, <laughs> so so is, he, is, he, is he looking then for a cash He's injection? He's looking for a cash injection, yes. So I think so. If that if that's what your mate has come up with, then it, it, he doesn't want to sell. He loves he, he loves that stadium. It's, I think he just licks it every day or something, just christens it. And I think he wouldn't sell it for... Unless somebody gave him a ridiculous amount, say eleven billion. I'm not saying that's how much it is. I'm just putting a number out of thin air. Qatar, um, Qatar is still there, by the way. I'm still, I'm still hearing the, I'm still hearing it. They're still. There'd have to be a massive amount. They're still. They're, I believe that an amount of as if Levy owns nearly thirty percent, which is very near a controlling stake, and I didn't know that there were thirty thousand shareholders. Wow, right, but. Um, what Livy would probably end up doing is buying a lot of the shares up of these 30,000 shares to take him to 30%. So he has the controlling stake. And then what would probably happen is if, um, is it Tavistock who owns Enoch, who then owns those shares, yeah, which are now managed by, by, by the no trust? Idea. Right, whoever it is, then if they're looking to come in for a, a 70, 72%, I believe that they own, something like that, it's in the 70s, early 70s, then I I think that they're looking for a, a six seven billion price mark, which is why the Glazers are no longer selling Manchester United for five billion, because if if Tottenham can maybe get for not even a hundred percent seventy percent of that over five billion, that's why the Glazers aren't selling for that price anymore. Do you know what I mean? So something to keep your eyes on. Right, let's move on to Luton. Let's be honest, we only ever go to Luton if we're going to go to the airport. Fact. Right, that is fact, actually. Yeah, of course it is. Actually, actually, when I worked for a bank back in early 2010s, I had to go over to Luton to cover some shifts. So, airports and covering shifts. How did it feel? I mean, was it like going into South London? Because whenever I've gone on to, over to South London, even if it's a few metres, I come back and I'm ill. Their pavements, their roads, there's something really weird and dodgy about South London. And the fact that Arsenal were from there makes it all the more meaningful. So is going to Luton the same sort of thing? Is it the same vibe? Are they? Are they? But it was nice. Are they? But it was nice of the tramp not to expose his penis to me while he was weeing. So, you know, it's a bit classier than you think. Um, Why were you but, talking to a tramp who was pissing? I, that's more interesting. Sorry. Why were you talking to a tramp that was pissing? He wasn't. He just didn't expose his penis to me. He was pissing the other way. So, you know. But you found he could have quite. You, you wanted to speak to him. But he was. He it was round the side of the bank weeing. As I was walking in. 
He could have easily just Oh, this just is a true around. story. Oh, I yeah. see. Oh, well, I thought we were doing a dad joke segment again. Oh, nah, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's only left for me, right? Yeah, as I right. said, so Luton, stay classy, baby. Right, um, so Luton is um, an early kickoff. As I said earlier, we'll go top of the league when we win. Uh, Ross, over to you, mate. You haven't really said much in this in this show. I'll let you two just go for it. It's kind of nice. Well, I mean, we've tried to get a room before. And in the end, I did get him a big white thing. <laughs> Hey. Which is near his mouth right now. Really? Hey. Hey. That's an that's, an that's an in joke. You can message us about that again. That's probably talking about anyway. Tell us about Luton, mate. You've been to Luton recently, well, in two thousand and ten. So we've probably been. There I before don't you. know much about them. They beat Everton at the weekend. Their managers Rob Edwards, and they came up in, through the Championship last year. Cheers for your amazing insight on that's amazing. I love that. It's better than I couldn't tell you a thing. I couldn't. I couldn't name any of their players. I know that they play at Kenilworth Road because I had a teacher called Mister Kenilworth. That's the only reason I know that that's what their stadium's called. Okay, and I know that Dunstable, where my sister lived in two thousand and three, isn't too far away from there. That's and they've got an airport, which uh, the last time I went there was maybe in the early two thousands. That's the only thing I know about Luton. And it's going to be live on TNT Sports. There you go. And they play tomorrow night against Burnley. They do. There you they go. They play Burnley tomorrow Guff. night. So that means that they Fucks don't everywhere. have... the. So the players that we can't name will have a lot less of a rest than our players, which is a nice thing. And we are the fittest team in the league by a long way, which I is mean, nice. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think we should be worried about their fitness levels. Like, Let's be honest. We should be beating them. Like, we've got a better team Have you seen who their sub-keeper is? Yeah, Tim Krull. I can't wait for Tim Krull to have like 15 pounds of saves against us. But listen, like, listen, they've got all right players. Colton Morris isn't all right player, but yeah, is what it is. How do you know uh, their Barclays? players? How do because you know I, this be- stuff? Because you're I in the know. Is that what you're t- football. Do you? I know you do because you, you know, you hang around with Chelsea and Arsenal fans fucking all the time. I don't hang around with them. I do a what a weekly show with them. Oh my god, it's even weekly. Ugh. Yeah, cool. You know it. Stop saying it. You know it is. <laughs> Their kits are made by Umbro. Uh, Umbro still yeah, around? They got, they, got, they got Ross Barkley. Their third kit's quite nice, actually. I'm looking Ross at it now. On the Barkley plays for he's Luton. Inj- I- ironically, he's injured. Yeah, he's he's injured. not. <laughs> <laughs> ironically, he's injured. Come on. <laughs> he's a paragon of he's a paragon of fitness. That guy. Uh, he really is injured. Oh. They got Sambi Laconga on loan from Arsenal. Who? Sambi. Oh, Lekonga. I know who he is. Yeah, Alders. Oh, Ooh. they got Tahi Tate Chong, who used to play for yeah, Man United. Chong. He's a, yeah, yeah, he's for Man United. Um, he's a Kabore yeah. for Man City. They got, they even got a very. Like, so what you're telling me, guys? Got... So what you're telling me is they've got a lot of from players. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, they've got a load of youngsters. Yeah. they've just, they've just, they haven't, they haven't. I wouldn't say they've got a Premier League squad. No disrespect to him. I know they beat Everton, but. I hope they stay up, but I don't think they will. But <laughs> Everton haven't got a Premier League squad. Yeah, that's yeah, touche, touche, touche. Um, Are we going to do predictions yeah, then? Are we going to do? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Right, so I'm, I'm going to write this down. Yeah, but our predictions are bloody useless. No, I just I I put something a poll out last week on my Twitter saying who are you more worried about, Luton or Liverpool? And everyone said Liverpool, and I said no, it's Luton because You're it's just so being tough. No, because it's so Spurs that we'll do what we did against Liverpool and Man United and all that. Then we'll go loot and they'll be like, oh, I'm so glad they won at the weekend. Because if they were coming into our game without a win, you just know we're the team that gives you a a one after the zero. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, don't let us do that. No, we're, we're we're not that team anymore. You know, this is like therapy for me, by the way. I'm just getting it out. Just getting the angst out. Oh, I thought you're getting it out. Well, that's why the webcam's warming up. Yeah, only fans. Warm up that's what we should do. And only, only fans. fans. No, not a, can you imagine the Hotspur way on only fans? And then <laughs> people could actually so watch. So many complaints. I'll tell you what, then people could actually watch us, right, Birch? Hey. hey. So, hey. predictions. Ross, you first, mate. Luton, what, what's the score? What, so, I'm going to write this down. You're going to hear me typing. I'm sorry, Ross. Luton, one. Tottenham Hotspur, Three. Perchy. Uh, Spurs win 3 0. Ooh. And James says Luton. Seven. Zero. 
Spurs, six. There you go. Uh, oh, damn. Good. I'm not going to bother naming the, the goal scorers because I can't think of six players. I mean, you could more than one can score. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they can. Look, we've been going over an hour. So is there anything you want to plug other than your half and half with Chelsea and Arsenal purge? Anything? Any any other? Oh, by the way, I did love your show that you did Which yesterday. One? The one with, you had six guys on there. That was really interesting. Oh, oh hello. Yeah, I was, yeah, I is was this your real, OnlyFans? It was a real sausage <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I, I was, I was watching it. I was, I was watching it on, um, on, on, on Twitter or X spaces and I was leaving you oh, loads yeah, of comments yeah. and no one was replying and I just thought, oh, I'm, no, you, I, if you use it on X or Twitter, if I want to call it, you won't, um, it won't come up. Oh, it won't go up. Is that what you're saying? Like, six guys you and to, you're you going to get out. On, you have to do it on uh, YouTube or Twitch. Oh, okay. I don't know what Twitch is, but I'm old. So. It's just another like streaming platform. Yeah, I'm on Twitch, at the Perchy TTV, oh. uh, at the Perchy TV on uh, I YouTube. I didn't realise we were doing shameless plugs. But... Oh, I'm doing shameless plugs. At, at the Perchy on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, and at the Perchy TV on Instagram. There you go. There now, you go. As, as we're doing plugs, I, I would love it if you guys went to hotspurway.com. Because we've we've put up our lovely website. The website, as I've said before, is far better than this content, and um, there's a lot more to come on it. I think it's the best footballing podcast podcast website out there. Uh, I would say that my team built it, but it's um, I think it's beautiful. It really is. It does lovely things, and uh, both the guys on here have just muted themselves, and it sounds like I'm talking to myself. See, they're still muted. Hold on, hold oh, on, hold you on. You, you said if there was any clicky clacking, mute your... So I was just going yeah, on to the website. Exactly. What, OnlyFans or what? Oh, you're going to Hotspur Way? Yes. It's a nice website, isn't it? We've got it up is. our game on this podcast to try and at least get it on par with the actual website. Because because right now what we are is Tottenham Hotspur. We have the most amazing training ground and the best stadium and unfortunately not really got the, you know, nothing to show for it. And so mm. now now we have an amazing home and uh, we're hoping that the podcast soon, with a lot of investment, can become as good as the the website. Oh, last thing is, please follow my good my good friend uh, at Spurs Simpsons on Twitter <gasps> or X. Thanks. It's, it's a lovely. It's a lovely little. Um, what what do the kids call it? Is it a channel? Is it an account? What do, what what's X calling? I know they're trying to change all the word or the lingo. I don't know. I need account. to ask my son. I'll ask my son. He'll he'll let me know. Oh, that's it's why it's so account, good. He's right? managing it, right? That's that's. Is that, is well, that he tries to come up with these ideas, and uh, uh, it's so hard because his little face lightens up. I said, "Yeah, but it needs to be something I can, you know, find in the first seventeen series, mate." So that normally stumps him. So yeah, cool. Anything else, guys? Before we we leave and we smash Luton six 0 no, I'm good. I'm all good. Yeah, well, I'm glad right at the end you got nearer to the mic again. That was interesting. And uh, so please leave us a review if you actually got this far. Maybe we should do this review bit right at the beginning of the pod so people just go, yeah, all right, I'll leave a review. Just click that five-star thing. How about, how about this? If you've got to the end of it, comment down below, uh, Perchy moved to the mic. Down anyway. below? Where, where would they comment down below? In the comments. The, which, in the comments. Which, 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 uh, where, where would they leave a comment? This is interesting. Wherever the, comment, wherever the comments go. You know that this isn't YouTube. They're not actually watching us. It's a podcast where they listen to it on their mobile device. Yeah, I know. And you or wherever, leave... you, where, wherever you get your podcasts then. I suppose you can, you can leave a five-star review and leave a yeah. comment. Can you guys actually leave two comments? There you go. You guys have never... Well, is that, one is each. homework? One, one each. You've given us homework. Look, Ross has only ever listened to the pod once and he wasn't on. It's one that he wasn't on. I know that you yeah. definitely have never listened to it because you're trying to watch it somewhere and it's not available to watch. So that, that means you've never, ever listened to it. <laughs> so if you can, both of you at least, at least we can have two people leaving us a five-star review. And so okay. we can move up the chance because charts because we are out of the 72 active Tottenham podcasts right now. We're below five Swedish ones. So we do we need to oh, move we're up. We're beating the Swedes. We're no, we're not. Swedes. We're not beating the Swedes. Oh, and I'll tell no, you what. The, and the, the problem, with, the problem with, with, with this is that we've got English speakers who can't speak Swedish preferring their podcast over ours. So, yeah, if we, <laughs> yeah. Can, uh, if, <laughs> if we can do something to, to boost our podcast, because as I said, we've got a fantastic website and that really is all that counts. I'm really sounding like Daniel Levy now. Um, oh, who, 
Oh, there's a there's a victim card. Did you? Is this on Twitter? What? Yeah, that's where I found it. <laughs> oh, Bin, what the victim? Oh, Mr. the victim card. Yeah, Mr. Bin Dipper, Bank of Scroungers, Scouts. <laughs> oh, Amazing. that's so cruel. Anyway, we've been going for 66, 67 minutes. Percy, say goodbye, mate. Goodbye, mate. Ross. James. <laughs> he was he he just blew into the mic. Do you want to go and get you one of those? Uh, what do they call it? The sound. Things, those mufflers. Nah, I'm alright. Alright. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.